Welcome into the Train With The Best podcast, a podcast by fit pros for fit pros. I'm Craig Hoffman, a fit pro and media professional. And I'm Chris Gorez, international presenter, master trainer for the last 17 years. And we got a special guest today. We do. I'm going to let you introduce the guest because uh, you employ the guest. That's right. So we have Dr. <laughs> Lance Bennett. Dr. Lance, what does it sound like hearing the, the intro to the podcast live? Man, it uh, it's kind of a <laughs> surreal moment because I'm like used to hearing Craig's voice from my car stereo, right. and he actually talks how he sounds in real life. So it's, it's super trippy. It's super trippy. Yeah, <laughs> this is me. I can't fake. What if I just like had a totally different voice, just super high pitched or like super had an accent? To be honest, like I would have expected like some sort of pitch difference, but like I was assuming no, just, so I this talk. is like your pod voice versus like your real voice. That's no, this is be, just this my is voice. This is my voice. <laughs> this is how he orders coffee in the morning. Like, yeah. This is it. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> probably were, a little bit. You were made bit. for this, fam. You were made for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, co- the coffee sure. order is probably a little bit different. That one's a little lower because I'm not awake yet. It's like. Uh, can I get a? Yeah. Uh, can I get a uh, <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like Bill Belichick. Right. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about kind of the difference uh, for Lance as a PT working in an environment like Onyx in a, a high performance sports performance space versus a traditional PT clinic. You know, we've had similar conversations over the years with, like, for instance, the PTs at Exos. Right. Right. It's one of the rare places that has that kind of uh, pairing of skills together in one place. And I think it's really cool, Chris, that you guys are doing it. We are recording this, by the way, live in person in Onyx uh, in Richmond, Virginia. So very cool to finally be together in person. That's right. We're not staring Absolutely. at a screen to, to, yeah. s- to look at Chris. Um, but Lance, I'm going to start asking you, like, okay. what appealed to you about working in this kind of space? And then also what was some of your experience prior to working at Onyx? Um, kind of the high intensity environment. So I was coming from more of a private practice clinic, which was kind of like your stereotypical, like spend a lot of time on the table. You really don't get that full time with your PT. You're going to see a couple texts. You're going to see maybe a few aids. And so here I liked having the autonomy. I liked having the space. I liked hearing the music. I like hearing the weights bang on the floor. So like that is something that always got me really excited. And then really having the opportunity to like treat the type of patients that I want to treat. Right. Patients that like genuinely want to get better they come in here with the effort and the intentionality to get better and so that was something that really pulled me here um, to really be able to do what I want to do at the level that I want to do it with the patient population that like fired me up right that makes me want to get a little bit better every day yeah definitely so Chris what a, what attracted you to Lance as a candidate and you know when you wanted to when you were talking with Gooch and like wanted to expand what yeah. you guys offer here at Onyx why was PT a part of it so so PT was actually always a part of it It was always going to be a step that we were going to take, but we didn't do it at first because you don't bite off more than you can chew. For anybody that's out there that's trying to build a business, you don't try to do everything all at once. You try to do it one phase at a time, get good at that phase before you get off to the next phase. So we felt like we were in a place where we were good at what we were doing down here. We had created an identity for ourselves. We had created a reputation for ourselves. We have a good footprint in the community. And then for a while, we were actually looking. We were looking for the right fit, right? What we don't want to do is rush into something and say, hey, we're ready for the next phase. Let's rush into the next phase. What we wanted to do was find somebody who was going to be a good fit, who understood who we are as as a company. Um, And we wanted somebody who... um, wants to wants to not just work here but like be part of something that they can offer something towards as well i don't know if that makes sense right we yeah, don't want you somebody know, who's yeah. like hey like i like this i like this ride let's let's ride this it's like no i like this and here's what i can offer and here's how i can make it better so when i talked to lance it was evident like he has 
Here's the other thing that about everybody on our team is we can code switch, right? <laughs> Meaning like we can be on this podcast and we can talk and, and we can speak to people about everything when it comes to sports science and how we're going to treat you. And, and we know what we're talking about. But also the, the cool thing about Lance is when it's time to just hang out and be a team and like come to the barbecue, we're cool. We can, we can hang out. We can talk about football. We can talk about outcast. You know what I mean? So, so those are the types of things that we look for in our team. Like, Hey, when it's time to let it all go and then we could just hang out as a team, are you cool to hang out with? And Lance checks all those boxes for sure. Must be able to talk about outcasts. Yes. It's a must. <laughs> ATL staple, baby. <laughs> um, so when we talk about the actual work and coming together, like how much of the setup here is someone coming to see Lance versus someone coming to Onyx and collaboration between the sports performance side. I hate even saying like the sports performance side and the PT side because what you do is sports performance. Absolutely. But like between the PT side and the training side. Yeah. Um, I think right now it's a pretty it's a pretty healthy mix, um, which is something that I like. Right. So there are a couple of clients that come in and they're strictly like in that rehab phase. Right. Really monitoring pain, really trying to get them to the next level, making sure that they move well, covering all the basics so that I can have that feeder track. Right. Where they can go to Chris and then go to that next level. And now we have two sets of eyes that can really make sure that the training program that we implement is monitored from a rehab eyes and then also from a true like master trainer set of us, right? And so I think that collaboration works really well in making sure people feel better, move better, and then also really perform faster and reach their goals as quick as they can. Um, yeah. 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 And for, for us, you know, there, there are plenty of patients who, or clients, not patients that we see, that should be patients of ours, and they've, they've had to go elsewhere to get their PT or their, or their care. And when they go elsewhere, they're either not getting what they're supposed to be getting, or we're not on the same page with what they're doing. And now when we have a baseball player who needs treatment or we have a basketball player who's coming off, we don't have to send them anywhere else. They can do all of their stuff right here and we're all on the same page. And that makes it easier for the patient client themselves because they know, hey, from here on out, I'm coming to Onyx and, and they got me. I'm gonna be with Lance when I need my treatment. I'm gonna be with Corey or Chris or Candace when I need to get in some of my, my speed work or whatever. And uh, it makes everything a lot more seamless for the client. Yeah, definitely. I, what I appreciate too is like, it's you guys have people that are doing some of both, um, yeah. and which is also how we're set up uh, at Fit Collective. You know, where I train in DC is is also a PT clinic, also under a Duke grad. Uh, love it. Let's Duke, go Duke, Duke PT. <laughs> um, you know, oh, we only got one. You guys have Corey yeah, and Lance. That's right. But, you know, we got we got Ashley up there at Fit, and you know the collaboration and the ability to to double check the things that I'm thinking about, the things that I'm seeing to get someone out of pain or maximize the performance. And sometimes it's like we share the client or patient. And sometimes it's just sharing an idea of like, hey, I have this person that's coming in. They were working, you know, because like, you know, we'll get a referral off of another PT um, to, to my services or my skills. And it's like, okay, they're, hey, they're coming. They did this with their PT or they did this with their surgeon. They've been cleared for this level of activity this is what I'm thinking. Is that dumb? You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. um, I, I just think that setup is so good. And like what I would say in terms of like to the podcast audience who may not have that resource is, you know, find your network. Like Chris, we talk about this all the time, whether you have someone in house, like you guys have Lance, uh, mm -hmm. or you have Chris, uh, yeah. I have Ashley, Ashley has me like, 
if you can find that network somewhere, you're going to become so so much better as a practitioner, no matter what you're actually practicing. Yeah, I think being in this space, you know, it really does allow you to expand your knowledge base quite a bit, right? So I do have an extensive base from the rehab standpoint, but being able to have Chris across the gym so I can like bounce ideas off of or say, hey, you know, this is where this, you know, this client is in this phase, like this is where I want them to go. Do you have any feedback or like, you know, draw from your extensive history in the field and like what works and what doesn't so we can really have those fruitful collaborative conversations? I think that it's also really good for the clients to see, right, to know that like their goal right is in both of our hands and so we take that very seriously to also include them right in those conversations in terms of like where do you want to go how do you see us fitting in and then right how can we put together uh, an effective program an effective protocol for you to really get you where you want to go as quickly as possible and then also for me right as safe as possible so we can kind of reduce the prevalence of injury in uh, in your next step right yeah exactly and for us like what you were saying with, with the clients even with the client that we were talking to the other night it's, it's great that they can come in here and they can see our team and they can see Lance and, and they feel comforted in knowing that, hey, these are the people that are going to take me to where I want to go versus walking into a typical physical therapy clinic where the, the people don't look like you. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't have the same goals as you, right? They've been, <laughs> they're doing treatments just to, to be able to walk out the door, whereas we have people who are generally good, right? They, they might even be able to be cleared from a regular physical therapist and they still want to come here because it's like hey my goal is to go play at the highest level not just to be able to walk around the earth safely right right so that's a that's a very different thing and so when, when they see somebody like lance and they see what we have to offer here and the, and, and just the energy like you were talking about yeah, earlier absolutely the energy around here is is very different from a typical physical therapy clinic oh you mean like the worrying of the same five machines and uh, <laughs> yeah. right general white noise and well the other the other part of that too and, and I don't want to I don't want to ignore Ugh. this because polos it's, a, and khakis. it's an important uh, <laughs> right. polos and khakis man. I want to make sure that was very <laughs> good clearly khakis, right polos and yeah. khakis yeah not here right yeah you that that's right we just uh, I made fun of last oh, wait, year that that, uh, that jackets right so, we yeah, yeah, right so we got we got new drip. Absolutely, uh, uh, about a couple weeks ago, and it was funny. Like Lance was like first day of school, he wore all his new drip like the next day. I'm like, Lance, you got to spread it out. You can't just come in with all your new drip in one day. Man, we got to make sure it fits. It feels good. It, you know, it carries well <laughs> yeah. in the gym, right? But yeah, feel so that's tested. The, but so that's the energy that we have in the gym, and <laughs> we're using a lot of Gen Z terms, right? Like just you know, it just hits different here, right? It just hits different. <laughs> so. Nothing good, around but, here. but I do want to I do want to go into one thing that that we do here that might be a little bit different from other physical therapy clinics, and that's we're cash based, right? And that mm. does allow us to do things a little bit differently. Like, how does that help you, or how does that affect you in the way that you do your job now versus what you were before? I think it really does open up a larger avenue in terms of like treatment interventions, right? So for me, my goal now is doing what I have in my toolbox as effectively as I can. And that toolbox is as readily available and open, right? So a lot of times you are in your, your big box gyms or your, your traditional insurance-based gyms, right? You're going to be constricted in terms of revenue that you bring in. And then that also will somewhat dictate how you choose to uh, implement some of those interventions, right? Because you are a business, because you also also want to succeed, right? If the insurance company is um, really dictating what they think is valuable, then that will alter what you do in terms of treatment. But for me, my goal is to do what's most valuable to the patient. So the patient can feel um, 
that they're getting what they need to get them back to where they want to go as quickly as possible. Right. So I can also really treat you know, multiple segments of the body without necessarily needing to refer back to the insurance provider to justify those services, right? right? I'm treating the entire person from top to bottom so that we can actually systematically get to what is the cause or what is your, your main pain point and then, right, how can we systematically address that so that we can reduce the prevalence in the future and then also make you a better athlete as a whole, right? So my toolbox is a lot more open, a lot less limitations on um, what I will be able to provide in the clinic and then also, right, really providing the patient, the client uh, the highest value possible right yeah I, I don't think people realize how much that dictates care in yeah, general it whether it's PT does. or any other kind of medical practice is like it the insurance will cover this it won't cover that this affects our bottom line it's right like, is it, absolutely and, and when you talk about cash base like you're literally just paying for the time like they're paying to see you for an hour with absolutely. the expectation that you will do what's best for them within the hour which sounds like how treatment should be. But, of course. And that's because it is. Um, yeah, that's, but, the, that's the best way to get the best outcomes, right? That's 60 minutes with a doctor of physical therapy, right? A movement specialist, a strength and conditioning coach, right? To be able to blend both of those worlds in a 60-minute treatment is... Uh, exceptional value that you'd be getting on your time, right? In terms of cueing and technique and making sure that we kind of pinpoint some of those smaller details that can make a huge impact in your overall quality of care and quality of movement. It would be like, Chris, if someone came to see us and like right. the foam roller company was paying us extra. Right. It's like, oh, sorry, we got a foam roll for we 20 minutes now. Foam roll for 20 because minutes, otherwise, right. you know, we're just not going to make that, that yeah. money. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus. And Chris, I remember when Momentus was just a company with three protein blends, and then right. that, was, that was it. Now, pretty much anything in the supplement game, you can get at livemomentus.com. That's right. If you go to livemomentus.com right now, you might not even recognize some of these products. And for me, I'm definitely going to change my monthly subscription. I've been getting the brain drive. I've been getting the elite sleep. I've been getting the collagen, and it looks like I need to up my game a little bit and take a look at some of these products like the Alpha. Yeah, no doubt. And what's great about Momentus's website, uh, which you can go to right now, livemomentus.com, is that they also have a lot of descriptions and information on best usage, best practices. It's not just like, hey, here's all this stuff. It's like, hey, are you looking for this? Well, then you should get that. So any supplementation needs you may have, they've got you covered. And it's, it's stuff that, like, look, if you, want, if you want the four-hour description on what Tangat Ali does, you go to the Huberman Lab podcast. They got you covered. That's, that's not us. But it might be something that you need. So go check it out. And here's what we do have for you. We have a discount. LiveMomentous.com. Use TWTB at checkout for a special discount. TWTB is in Train With The Best at LiveMomentous.com. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Jaku. And we've been partners with Jaku for basically a year now, Chris. Can't believe how much the time has flown by. And it's still just as spectacular as it was when we discovered it. It's plain and simple. Good, reliable timing on your speed drills, on your multi-directional drills. You know, how many of us who are speed coaches just need a good, accurate time out there to verify, one, the results that we're getting, and two, the trends that we're going in, right? So this is a great product for, for anybody who is a speed trainer or anybody who works with athletes. And now you're even able to track vertical jump, which is such a valuable tool when you're taking a look at somebody's program. So make sure you check out Jaku. And Craig, what's the code that they should be using? 
You go to jaku.com slash discount slash TWTB. You get a 20% discount on all Jaku products with the muscle blasters and everything as well. But yeah, I mean, I used to always love coming down to Onyx, testing my vertical on the Vertec machine. Now, now I don't have, even have to do that. You don't need a, a big, giant, high ceiling to, to have a Vertec and be able to extend it up. You just put the Jaku on your wrist, set it up. There you go. It's all cell phone app based. So go to jaku.com slash discount slash TWTB. Get 20% off the Jaku Speed and all other Jaku products. The Chairman of the Best podcast is brought to you by BlazePod. And Chris, what's so great about BlazePod is you can use it in every part of the workout. You can use it to help warm up. You can use it in kind of your main parts of the workout. You can use it as a finisher. What's your go-to recently with BlazePod? Yeah, for me, what I love using BlazePod for is just keeping our athletes engaged. So, you know, you, you can get into the rut of the workout where you're doing time sets. If you've got 30-second plank, a 30-second wall sit or whatever, but if you add Blaze Pods to that, now that 30 seconds doesn't seem like it's so long. And it keeps the clients a little bit more engaged, a little bit more motivated to perform well. And it's something that just adds a lot of fun to the session. No doubt. Uh, we could all use uh, a little attention for our inner child. And who doesn't love stuff that lights up? And oh, by the way, it's an elite training tool, the best of all worlds. And of course, we got the hookup for you. Use the code TWTB at blazepod.com for 15% off your order. That's TWTB is in train with the best for 15% off at blazepod.com. I want to I want to zero in on something else as that, that Lance said, which is something that Gooch and I wanted us to be when we when we wanted to be in physical therapy, when we wanted to jump into this world, we still wanted it to be Onyx. And what makes Onyx is the quality of service that you get here, right? We talk about world class training, train with the best. It's not you have to be world class to train here. It's we're going to treat you the way that we would treat a world class athlete, right? And that means you get all of our attention for sixty minutes. You have a doctor of physical therapy, uh, a sports science specialist, a movement specialist that's going to pay attention to you. You're not going to come in here for five minutes and then we're going to stem you and then give you a sheet of paper that you're going to go follow to go do squats on your own. I will say the sheet of paper is helpful because I'm very forgetful of exercises. <laughs> yeah. But even then, like we, we'll give you exercises, but we're there to watch you, right? And one of the frustrating things that I would see from... Even some of our clients in here is they would go to other physical therapy clinics and then they would just be given a sheet of paper and it's like, okay, bring your sheet of paper in here and then we can at least guide you through these exercises to make sure you're doing it right. Right. Because we know that, hey, it's not just the exercise. You have to be able to implement these exercises the right way or they're actually going to be detrimental instead of beneficial. Yeah, yeah, definitely. and I think for me, in terms of like how I treat, right, I'm I still have that physical therapy foundation, but for the most part, when people are coming in, right, they're going through more of a workout, right? So they're gonna get the soft tissue work, they're gonna go through their movement prep, their skill prep, right, and then we break them off into different blocks and phases of like power, strength, hypertrophy, and endurance, right? But doing that just from the skilled practitioner practitioner's lens, right, so that allows me to make sure that we're focusing on what is truly important in this 
phase of rehab, right? And then as you continue through those phases, right, then you open up the breadth of what you can do during those treatment sessions. But usually people are walking out of treatments with me, like fully sweating, like really getting that maximal intent rather than just like keeping you on the table for 60 minutes doing bridges and straight leg raises, right? Those things have their place and they're important in certain phases of rehab, but we want to get the athletes feeling like athletes the entire time from start to finish. So it's really working around those limitations or those deficits, but we want to make sure that maximal intent is what you get out of those sessions. That would be a really good place to end, but I have two more questions, so we're going to keep going. That was a very good sentiment. I just want to like put a fine point on that. But I have two more things I want to do real quick. Uh, one, one of the other things that I think, w- I, I would think I should say, would tend to happen here more than other places is preventative work, right? So many people go only, or so many people only enter a physical therapy clinic once they've been hurt. But considering the environment here that you're getting athletes coming in to say work with him or work with one of the other coaches, how much preventative work do you wind up doing and and how beneficial is that so that you're not seeing someone as a rehab client? Um, I think like in some essence, right, like all of it is preventative, right? right? But for me, I think I spend a lot of time, right, in that warm up, in those movement prep blocks, right? Making sure that this person is warm, that their heart rate is reaching a certain level, right? We get a little bit of perspiration where I know they're feeling pretty good. Then we take them through their movement prep where they're working through all of their movements, right? Um, opening up the hips and the low back, right? Making sure that they feel pretty good. And then following that up, right, with those like isometrics or those stabilization exercises, right? Those glute warm ups, those shoulder warm ups, depending on what area of the body that they have those deficits. But I I use that warm up, man, like that first part is really crucial to me to make sure that everything is firing on all, all cylinders, right? That their mind and body are really in tune before we take that next step. And then we start increasing the intensity of those exercises. But yeah, that first couple of minutes, right, of, of their treatment with me are super pivotal just to make sure everything is activated. They're feeling really good and they're ready to like gradually increase that tempo and that intensity during the rest of their treatment session. Yeah, and even from a, taking a step back from there, I can think of two of our clients that we both work with, Mr. Broadus Palmer and, and Mr. Joe Balducci. I'm going to give them some shout-outs because they come in here, and I, if I train Broadus two or three times a week or I train Joe two or three times a week, which I do, traditionally, I would have to do a lot of the preventative stuff. Like, I would have to do a lot of the corrective stuff and, and, and this and that, right? And now what they do is they see me, and to be preventative – to get all the preventative stuff, they're going to see Lance once a week as well. Mm. Uh, or Broad is coming to see him twice a week. So they're seeing me two or three times a week. They're seeing Lance two or three times a week, right? And what they're what what, what happens is we end up playing this kind of like good cop, bad cop type of thing, right? Whereas Lance <laughs> is like, hey, I'm gonna make you feel great. And Chris is gonna make you feel like shit. Right? And that and like and, and Broadus will tell me, Broadus will be like, Man, F you, Chris. I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see Lance. Lance, come fix this. Chris messed me up, right? And and it, it, that I didn't really mess him up, but he likes to, He likes to play like that. So I'm giving him a shout out. But um, that in, in a lot of ways, a shout it's out. Me. Call him a liar. <laughs> in a lot of ways, it's helped me be more effective as a trainer because hey, now I know my role, and instead of having to do all these things for the clients, I can just focus on this because I know that they're going to get the corrective stuff from Lance. And I can push a little bit further than I normally would. Right? Yeah. For sure. For sure. All right. Last thing. Uh, we're going to talk about him like he's not here. Um, <laughs> I like to do this every once in a while because uh, I, I, it, like, when I, I get a reminder once a week when I do the podcast, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's really smart. Like, oh, my really, God, really smart. So, like, as someone who is a DPT and was worked in the rehab space, to have him, someone who kind of made his name in this industry, like doing a lot of stuff on the high end performance, but also someone who is a world renowned, like, ACL specialist. Absolutely. Um, 
what has it been like to work with him and what are some of the things that you've learned from him since you got here? I mean, really, it's uh, paying attention to detail. A lot of the cueing and stuff that I use now, I've definitely picked up from Chris, right? I think he's an excellent cueer to really be able to get athletes to initiate where they need to, right? To make sure that their technique is looking really good. I think that's something that I learned very uh, early on, especially, right, in some of those like larger group settings. I think the way that he can kind of manipulate space and manipulate equipment is at a extremely high level. So I think that's phenomenal to see. But then also just from the performance aspect, right, being able to collaborate with him um, and the the pre-draft process, right, getting ready for pro days, I thought that that was something phenomenal to see, right? If we're looking at, you know, an eight-week or 12-week program, like where are you starting, where are you finishing, and then how are you able to uh, manipulate those variables depending on how the athlete comes in um, so we can kind of reach that high level of performance at the end goal. So I think that's something that has been really pivotal to see, right, that performance training at a high level and then it really allows me to kind of see where I can interject a little bit better, right? Because he is such a brilliant mind in terms of scheme and reps and sets and how to be variable and flexible in such a dynamic space, right? Um, with the large range of athletes that he works with and the skill sets that they have. Um, so I think just the variability to be able to manipulate certain uh, variables within a training session or within a like macro cycle of training, which is really, really cool to see. Yeah, it's funny you say some of those things because they're like things I almost take for granted. I don't realize I learned them from him until I see him do that. And I was like, oh, right, right. I went to Chris Gora's certification school <laughs> where I just watched Chris train and I thought right. that was how you did it. And then I watch other coaches do stuff and I'm like, what are you doing? What is that? Like, why are you <laughs> why doing that? Why did you do that? Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't know. That's what the NASM book said. I'm like, or, or like, so, I used to always laugh because I'd have coaches ask me, look, or especially new ones in the industry. And it's like, well, what certification should I get? And I'm like, I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I got the cheapest one I could. And then I just watched him. So yeah, man. I, mean, I went to the train with the best school. Yeah. There's so many days like that. I'm just in the clinic or in the gym and I'm watching like Chris do his thing. And I'm like, I'm stealing that. Like, yeah, yeah I'm definitely using that for the next patient that comes in. Cause I see exactly how that could fit in the rehab space right. and so it's just like watching him adds more to what I can do from a from a therapeutic standpoint and I think it's beautiful to like have that collaboration in one space because it works so fluidly on both sides all right you're allowed to come back now no <laughs> right. look, it's, this is it, it's a it goes both ways right there are times when I look at Lance and I watch what he's doing and the way that he's connecting with his clients and, and one it's like yeah he's the perfect fit for this I'm glad that we have someone like this and I'm glad that we waited instead of rushing to just find the the person that was going to help us make money, right? We waited for the right person, and we have the right person. Um, so there, there are tons of times I, I look over there and watch Lance do his thing, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's cool what he's doing. He's implementing things that we're doing, and he's, like, taking it and making it his own, and it's cool to see him do that, and, and we'll, we'll have a lot of conversations about different things that come up and different ideas, and we'll just have this, like, kind of brain dump between him and I and Corey and Candace about here's how we can – here's, like – a million different ways we can treat this one particular thing, right? So it's valuable to have that. I mean, it's, it's invaluable to have because, like, you can't buy that. Right. You can't yeah. you can't purchase that. That's not something that um, everybody has access to. Is is the conversations that we have in here? Um, and then just you know, from from a personal standpoint, just having that fellowship, having somebody that's in here that has the same principles that we do of, of serving people, of not just you know movement but making that person the best person they can be the best athlete they can be on and off the field right like there's there's so much about what we do here that is way more than just the movement and he fits so perfectly into that and so i appreciate having him
Yeah, it's great having you on the pod. Man, this is the first pod. This is exciting. First, first of what I think <laughs> yeah, will be first many. Pod. For yeah. sure. Um, if you want more from Lance on Instagram, at DocBennett underscore, so you can catch him there. Of course, Chris, at Trainer Gores. I don't post a lot of fitness stuff these days, but if you want funny clips from a radio show, I'm at Craig <laughs> underscore. Uh, we'll see you next week on the Train With The Best podcast. Make sure you should subscribe wherever you're listening right now, and uh, see you next week.